Hey, how's it going, everybody in podcast land? This is Ron Sembrano here on RS Be at Peace, Season 2, Episode 17. The podcast on the mind, the podcast on trying to be positive, the podcast on me letting you know that it's all right to get your your head checked out. And I mean this with respect and with a soft heart. If you do have some mind issues, if you will, go get some help. Go see your doctor. Your doctor can possibly lead you to a psychiatrist or a psychologist to get inside your head and figure out why things are not right with you. And that's all good. Like I keep saying, you know, I'm the bridge to lead you that have some kind of uh, psychological issue, uh, psychological setback or a mental setback to get you back on the right track. I keep saying this because professional athletes or even athletes in college and, and even at the grade school or um, the high school level, you know, possibly have counselors that they can talk to if their game is not right. So basically, when you see someone like a psychologist or whatnot, you know, they're there to help you out. They're there to make your life a little better. You, you know, we live in a stressful time and a lot of people are suffering from depression and that is not good. Um, depression is not good. As a matter of fact, uh, I just want to say if um, uh, anyone's listening from Maui, I do have some listeners on Maui and uh and this is where I'm, I'm at right now I'm on the island of Maui and I just found out yesterday that one of our friends that we grew up with he's a little younger than I am but I think he was about 53 or 54 years old and right now what well, what happened was he was found dead was found unresponsive which means he was you know he died in the ocean on like past um the north well he was found in the north shores or the north uh the north shore area kind of the northwest north shore northwest area of maui and it's a popular spot um uh, out there anyway uh, a friend of mine showed me the uh, the the article or the post, excuse me, the article, the post that was on Facebook, and his name because it was public. I'm gonna say his name. They found him dead uh, at the age of 53 or 54. I gotta go check. Sorry about that. Um, his name is Virgil Siatris. Virgil Siatris. Um, now, I'm not going to jump to conclusions, but and I'm not going to say what I think happened. Okay, what I'm saying may lead you to think that I'm saying what I think, if that makes sense. But what happened was from close friends, from close friends that know him. Um. Uh, they have stated that, see, his mom passed away uh, a few years ago, not, not too long ago. 
But when his mom passed away, he kind of went downhill. He stopped being, you know, the Virgil that everybody knew. He he became like a recluse. He became somewhat antisocial or whatnot. However, um, in fact, right after his mom did pass away, uh, a friend of mine decided to go pay him a visit and he picked me up. So we both went to his house to see how he was doing. And when we went to his house, he didn't look right. He looked like he was still sad, understandably, because uh, his mom just recently passed away and they just, you know, buried her just recently at that time that was a couple four few years ago not not too long ago but a few years ago and you would think that someone would move on from uh, a death of a loved one and i'm not saying that people just move on and everything's all fine you know some people take a long time to heal however um what i understand it was the only time i seen him at his house uh he was still grieving kind of sort of and he, he was getting more depressed and again i'm not speculating what happened but uh, a friend of mine is a matter of fact just a few weeks ago was telling me how virgil was kind of he could have been like uh, in my friend's words was like standoffish uh, kind of antisocial in some regards and would be you know not not normal for him and still possibly grieving that and uh virgil would tell one of my friends who i was with you know just really some negative things and my friend who uh, was talking to me was saying you know i i I got some bad feelings about virgil and i'm like what do you mean man and again we don't know what really happened at this time um all i got was the news from social media but it was from a reputable uh news organization here on the island of maui so you know it it's it's pretty much factual uh that you know he he passed away and he possibly drowned but from what i gathered from my friend and he was talking about him and my friend even just said you know i don't feel good about virgil right now and um he kind of said you know and again this was at this time it was just speculation it wasn't fact that he knew what was going to happen it's you know he said you know i I don't know if virgil's gonna make it you know because he he's he looks really depressed and you know i don't think he's gonna make it and i'll just leave it at that i won't you know say those words that you know um i should say but i'm not gonna but he was depressed let's just say that and you know it's really not strange what's happening with me doing this podcast it's 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 as if i should be doing this podcast like i was meant to be doing this podcast because um everything that i i do uh, you know when i get up in the morning it's it's like it's people when i talk to people people for some reason people tell me their problems like right off the bat and i may know someone 
uh, pretty well. We may have hung out both, you know, male, females, whoever, young and old. I'm like brother Ron, the good old, <laughs> the good old boy, um, or uncle Ron, the good old, you know, the uncle we can trust and whatnot. We can tell him anything, you know, he's a cool guy. And, and seriously, people just open up to me about things and how their, their day is going, you know, stuff like that. And I'm not saying I'm the only one that has maybe the gift of listening. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying I'm special. I'm just saying that, uh, for me, you know, the last 10 years or so plus that people have just opened up to me about their lives and that's why I'm doing this. And I myself have a, a friend, like a classmate I've ma mentioned uh, to you, pro possibly you've heard it, that I, I got a classmate that was also, uh, he, commit, he, he tried to commit suicide about two months ago possibly. And uh, he was a... Uh, a veteran of the Air Force, and I can't say his name for obvious reasons, but he uh, tried to kill himself, and he was also like uh, the gentleman I was mentioned. I mentioned earlier just now, uh, he lost his mom, and he really became depressed. So, you know, all I can do is um, hope that if anyone out there is is thinking about um, suicide or whatever. You know, maybe think think twice and, and get some help. Seriously, get some help. Um, it's really vi it's a vital thing, you know. It's really important right now that people uh, try and get help. Um, you know, it's, it's really important um, if you're thinking about suicide. So if you are thinking about suicide, take time out and call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. The number is 1-800-273-8255. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. All right? Don't be afraid. They're open uh, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. So if you're thinking about taking your own life, take a deep breath. Take some time out and treat yourself good take care of yourself go to a quiet place and, and don't think about anything negative and call that number the number again 1-800-273-8255 all right and hopefully you, you'll be better you'll be fine you'll feel better and it takes some time you know mental illness um you know anything dealing with the mind it could be very very difficult to to get past whatever it is that's that's bugging you that's you know really in your head and you can't shake it or whatnot so it may take time and uh, lots of lots of talking lots of counseling therapy sessions if you will and like i said if you, you need that you, then you need that to survive all right so it's really important to have a solid uh you know mental health you know you need a, a sound mind a clear mind and again you know it doesn't matter if you know you got a gazillion dollars in your bank account or, or you just you, you got you're bankrupt um yeah you can be bankrupt but have such a good outlook on life just you know you're strong in the mind 
a strong mind is really really important to have to survive and and to be balanced or you could be you know a gazillionaire and have so much drama in your life that every day you're taking a drug you're, you're, you're doing something to escape that problem or you could be a gazillionaire and have a sound mind and really be balanced or you could you know be someone who's in poverty and and just have a, a a weak mind and be unbalanced so it doesn't matter you know what's you know status because uh your status in life now a lot of people say well you know most people who are in, uh, in poverty they're depressed well yeah that's pretty much true i mean if you ain't got money and you can't get around and, and you don't have medical or whatever yeah th that can bring you down mentally however I see some people out there on the streets or who aren't even, you know, they're, they're on the poverty level, but they're so balanced in their head that you wouldn't think that they got anything, you know, wrong with them. I mean, I mean, everyone has problems, but there's some people that it doesn't matter, you know, how much money they have or whatever, what problems they have, they just... They just have a strong mind. They have an understanding mind. And, that, you know, that's what it is. I mean, you know that. You should know that. That, you know, you just can't judge a book by its cover and say, well, this guy, man, he's got so much money. He's got it all. He's got it together. Not necessarily, you know, not necessarily. You can put two gazillionaires together. One may not have, you know, any major mental issues. The next gazillionaire standing right next to him, he might have like a multitude of dramatic, emotional crap in his life. You know what I'm saying? And you get somebody down on the, on the poverty level. You know, one guy might be just wigged out on drugs and another one might be, you know, not perfect in the head, but more sound in the mind and trying to better him or herself. So, you know, I'm just saying I am the bridge over your troubled waters, over your troubled waters, and trying to make you understand that if you do have mental problems, you, only you know, and you got to go get help. But sometimes you might not know, and someone that loves you will tell you right off the bat, hey, you, you know, you got, you need help, man, you know. You, you ever heard people, like, joke around, and they go, oh, man, that dude needs some medication, and what you know what basically they're saying is you know that guy's off his rockers man you know he's he's lost he lost a few sandwiches from his picnic basket you know he needs some help and you know it, people joke around with that but that's absolutely true because if if i started to act abnormal i mean someone's going to call the cops or or something say this guy's acting weird you know the guy with the dodgers hat and the dodgers shirt that's what I'm wearing right now, folks. You can see me on Spotify. I got I got um video now. <laughs> but um it was the all-star game was today too, man. And um Clayton Kershaw did good for one inning. But Tony Gonzalez, the cat man, he got his ass kicked. I think it was because of him. He gave up like two home runs and the National League couldn't keep up after that. But anyway, back to um mental health. Yeah, so, you know, you guys got to, um, if you're listening to me, you got to know that if you have any kind of problems, you got to, you got to talk about it. 
and just be honest with yourself. Hey, I got an addiction. I need help. Um, you know, my marriage is messed up. I need help. I need somebody to talk to. Um, and my finances is just shot. I need someone to talk to, someone to help me with this. Uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, my business is going downhill because whatever it is, then you got to talk to somebody, somebody that can kind of shed light on things and, and, you know, not just make you feel good because that's easy to do, make someone feel good, but getting to the root of a problem and, uh, get that, that problem uprooted, if you will. All right. So, um, before we get into just getting to some, uh, psychological terminologies or whatever, um, we're going we're gonna to just touch on, um, some statistics on the ADHD, uh, issue around the country. I'm going to read some emails for you. That's right. Well, emails or messages. All right. So back in for part two. So going to go over some messages from my listeners. Okay. All right. So anyway, um, this one comes from this one comes from Tyson. Okay, I can't say the the person's last name for obvious reasons. Got to keep them, you know, on the down low. Can't be advertising uh, people's last name and you know just have total disregard for people's privacy. So uh, Tyson is his first name. Comes from. Belltown, Washington. And I reckon that's in Seattle. I reckon that's in Seattle. All right. So anyway, I'll get my glasses adjusted. Okay. So uh, Tyson writes. All right. He says, Ron, I heard your podcast on Spotify. And I like what you are saying. That's for those with mental illness to get help. I am going through a difficult time in my life. I am 23 years old. I lost my mom recently, and she was very close to me. She understood me completely. I could, conf <clears throat> I could confide in her everything in my life. One of the issues I have is that I am gay. I am who I am, but when I came out of the closet when I was 15 years old, my father put a fist to my head. He hated my guts because in his eyes, any son of his that was gay or a boy lover wasn't his own. I began using drugs to kill the emotional pain. I was totally afraid of him. He began to show some kind of evil in him. Whenever I was at home, the looks of him seeing me, it was pure hate like I was a piece of crap. Uh, let me see what I... Uh, he tortured me, calling me names. My mom tried to stop him from mostly his verbal abuse towards me. He began abusing my mom as well, both mentally and physically. I ran away from home upon my 16th birthday. I dropped out of school, moved in with some people I knew, and just worked at odd jobs to pay rent and eat. My mother divorced my dad, and she moved out to live with my uncle who lived in Chicago. It was horrifying. I ended up on the streets and became a male prostitute by the time most kids graduated from high school. I was turning expensive tricks with wealthy 
gay men. I made good money and could afford my own place. However, that lifestyle was filthy and not good at all. I tried to kill myself a few times. So as of today, I am going through counseling. I'd like to tell your podcast listeners and viewers that it was okay to get psychological help. Keep up the good work, Ron. People need to hear your words. All right. Okay. Well, you know, um, if uh, Tyson is listening from Belltown, Washington, I just looked this up, and yet yeah, it's it's close to the water in Seattle. Um, and I, I've been to Seattle, and it's a uh, it's a it's a cool city. You know, I think um, with all the negatives you hear on the news or blogs or youtube or whatever you know um it's still a pretty cool a cool city you know but you know enough of that just talking about this this young man who's only 23 years old and so you figure uh from his 15 when you know the crap hit the fan with him coming out of the closet um and now he's what 23 so that's eight years eight years of his life that was not clean at all um you know not only did he suffer mental abuse from his uh, dad treating him that way because he came out of the closet and told his parents who he really was his mom understood but his dad didn't and um you know um he says right here in his message that you know, as soon as he came out of the closet, that very same day, that time when he was facing his parents, his dad put a fist to him. Now, that's not love, folks. When you do that to your own flesh and blood, your own child, that is, is I, I guess you, that could be forgivable. But from what I, I've read, this guy just hated his son and um you know i don't know where this guy's at um his dad but you know recently so his so tyson's mom recently died and you know he, uh she was his everything right and now she's gone um he's getting therapy thank god he's trying to get his life back on 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 track so what i'm saying to all of you is that so here's this young man who i mean talk about abuse um and how he because of his dad's actions he just didn't feel he didn't feel loved at his in his home by 16 he was out uh just working odd jobs with some people um you know ended up really on his own and trying to make ends meet became you know like a a male a male prostitute to you know make ends meet and and, and you know that's really not a a wholesome lifestyle when you think about it um turning tricks or whatever it is uh that's really not a wholesome lifestyle but this young man had to do what he had to do in his own eyes um you know he can't go back in time and whatnot you know you can't go back in time when something like this happens it's, it's really uh really sad that this young man had to go through that and think about it um hold on let me fix, fix my uh my computer okay i'm just checking that i'm i'm making sure that i'm still alive on my camera which i am um just think 
uh, of all the people who right now the young people uh, minors even who are forced um, forced to turn their lives to prostitution um, uh, just just think about it folks if you have a child and you were so mean to your child and not understanding uh, things about your child and something like this happened like with this young man Tyson and you know because maybe you were mean to your child and he or she moved out and you found out that your child is into prostitution just to survive and and you don't do anything about it um i mean that's really sad and i know that there's people all over this country and other parts of the the world that are are organized where they have organizations excuse me <clears throat> my voice but to help <clears throat> to help people young kids who are in the in, in prostitution or you know that kind of lifestyle to get them out of it um and it's a serious issue because uh you never know you can be in the most wholesome neighborhood and thinking that everything's okay but it's not so you know uh, especially now in these times we we really need to be understanding of what's happening in 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 people's lives especially um your your children's lives uh your children's lives right okay so um let me see um uh, what happened here um all right so i'm going to read another email i'm just going to read two well this is i, I, I keep saying email it's like messages on social media all right and this is a short one this one comes from hawaii uh this one comes from a woman her name is nicole and i'll i'll just say she's from hawaii and that's it because sometimes i can just give out the town and people is gonna know who this is so I'm just going to use my uh, my experience here and say this is just Nicole from the state of Hawaii. Okay, she writes, Ron, I love your podcast. It is inspiring. I want to say that I had a drug addiction that led me to steal from my parents, my brothers and sisters, cousins and friends. I was lying all of the time. Then one day I landed in a correctional facility my life changed. Behind the bars in our cell, I'd read the Bible. I'd attend church in prison. But that wasn't good enough. My mind was wrecked. I started to see a psychologist and still do. Your podcast is really good because people need to understand that if your mind is not right, you won't live right. I hope to change for the better 100%. But it is not easy knowing that drug use and stealing and lying are not right. It is an addiction. It is something that needs to be faced every day of my life. I can't explain that, but it is difficult. Thank God for my psychologist as well as my medical doctors. Mahalo 
which means thank you in Hawaiian for your podcast. I hope you succeed in what you what you are doing. You know this, this folks. This is um, man. I I can't believe that I reached out to somebody, and um, sorry. Um, it's just really drastic. I mean, these two people are real and they're, they're saying you know what problems they're face they're, they're facing till today and what happened this young man from belltown washington his name is tyson you know uh came out of the closet when he was a teenager in high school his dad didn't agree with his lifestyle or, or what he what he said he really was deep down inside his dad beat him up fist to his head how can anyone put a fist to your son's head just because of that? That is sad, folks. It traumatized this young man. Didn't feel any love from his dad, but his mom, you know, tried to help out, tried to make his dad understand whatever. His dad abused his mom because his mom was taking his side. Ended up, they got divorced. The mom moved to the Midwest with, his, with I assume, her brother or must be. Um, but this young man, Tyson, ended up being a male prostitute. And um, to this day, he says in his message to me, he is still getting counseling. So there you have it, folks. If you need help, you get help. And you get help as much as you can. And if money's an issue, you don't have insurance, I'm sure there's ways that you can seriously uh, get get the help that you need. And the last the last email or the last I keep saying email, the last message that I got from this woman, Nicole from Hawaii, um, had a drug addiction. Her drug addiction led her, like most drug addicts, to lie, cheat, and steal. And the sad thing is, she stole from her parents. She stole from her brothers and sisters and cousins and friends. And if you ever came from Hawaii, if you do this, you're not invited to anyone's house. Um, you're you're di pretty much you're disowned. Um, she went to prison. Uh, tried to get things right with her mind, knowing that she was not right in the head. Call it like I see it. I mince no words when I talk about this kind of stuff. Um, and she she's getting help. Uh, she tries reading the Bible and going to church, but she said that wasn't good enough. She so she needs the counseling. So one person, you know, telling his parents he's he's a homosexual, and the dad beats him up. Sad, folks. We're just really sad. These, 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 these two people, you know, came from just, 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 just from just something wrong. Um, 
that's all I can say. It was just just wrong. Um, and they're trying to get better. They understand what what happened in their lives that was wrong. Okay, I get it, and you get it, but they want to be right. So everything in their life, for for whatever reason, was wrong. But they're getting counseling to make their lives right. To make their lives right, they need to get their heads, their minds stronger, their minds right. And again, this podcast is all about me bridging the gaps for you if you're having mental you're having a mental disorder, whatever it is, bridging the gap so that you do get help. And um, that's the only two messages I'm going to read right now. Let me check my time, guys. Hold on. Okay. Almost. Almost. Almost time. <laughs> All right. So um, one of the things that that's happening now uh, in you know the mental mental health uh sectors right one of the things that's happening now post pandemic a lot of people are stressing out a lot of people are stressing out and getting depressed because they can't pay the bills you know they can't um they can't even celebrate certain things because they don't have the money they can't take a trip to someplace important with their kids because something um you know just you know it's not right you know um and they get depressed right now it's it's uh just a really really bad time for a lot of people and especially people that already have um you know some kind of mental disorder to begin with you know like people with um ADHD, you know, um, or people that suffering from, you know, just anxiety attacks all the time or someone who's already um, depressed before the pandemic happened. So, you know, there's people who had pre-existing mental issues and then here comes COVID, here comes the shutdown, here comes a loss of employment possibly, a loss of insurance, loss of your home. So come post-pandemic, you know, right now, um, so people who had like pre-existing mental, you know, disorders, you know, that coming out and, and it's just more, you know, compounded now. You know, they're just like a double whammy. So if they had depression, it's a double depression now. Um you know, they had anxiety. It's like double anxiety now, triple anxiety now. And people who were somewhat balanced in the head, you know, they, they had pretty much a good sound mind. Um, now they're facing stress because, you know, they might not be able to pay the bills. They might not be able to uh, circulate. You know, I got friends right now who, who are renters that live on the mainland. And their rents are going up like 500 bucks. Uh, one of my friends in, in Vegas told me where he's staying, the rent's going up. I don't know where he's living, but it's almost like a grand that's going up and he's going to have to move. So 
you know, nothing is guaranteed in this world. You know, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But what I'm saying is, what I'm trying to say is, if you do have anything on your mind and, and you need to talk to somebody about whatever it is, you got to talk, talk to somebody. All right. So, um, 40, I'm 40 minutes. Okay, I got some time left. I got about five minutes left. Okay, let's see. Okay, so, um, so what's happening now, um, in this, uh, this sector of trying to find out, trying to find, uh, uh, help, trying to get people on the, on the right track again, um, here's some of the ADHD stats for 2022 now <clears throat> I just want to read this I'm not going to read the whole thing this one comes from uh, uh, let me see what, uh, this is this comes from a blog it's called singlecare.com it's a blog um, so um, in 2020 2022 right now uh, there's an estimated 6.1 million children that have ADHD in the United States and adult ADHD statistics are also rising right <clears throat> so for those of you who hear this all the time ADHD you know what the, what does it do okay and this is what basically um is the, this is the definition kind of sort of right so a restlessness easily distracted child is more common than not especially in the school age range however when these actions interfere with his or her schoolwork and result in frequent disciplinary action parents might wonder if there's more to this behavior than kids just being kids attention deficit hyperactivity disorder adhd is one of the most common neurodevelopmental disorders among children in the u.s as supported by the adhd statistics in our guide below fortunately there are multiple medications and types of behavioral uh, therapy to help children and adults with ADHD. Okay, so attention deficit hyperactivity disorder is common is a common disorder marked by an ongoing pattern of inattention and or hyperactivity impulsivity that interferes with functioning or development. Behaviors or symptoms of ADHD include chronic inattention, hyperactivity, and impulsivity many are diagnosed with ADHD as children as symptoms become prominent in early developmental or early development and academic work ADHD symptoms can persist into adulthood and affect one's social relationships as well as academic and work performance okay so I'm gonna cut it off right there um, it's when people or kids cannot pay attention pretty much. Um, that's a really, really, um, really important issue. 
ADHD, especially um, if you know if you're, you're an educator and you got kids that just can't pay attention in in your class, um, or you're a parent with a with a child with that kind of uh, disorder, and it's important to take take the child, you know, to uh, a counselor and get to know uh, you know what's happening with your child if you, your child does have that kind of symptoms in class or even at home when you're trying to talk to your child and some things like that happen um you know that's just uh the signs of getting help and like i was saying you know um if people have like pre-existing mental disorders and now you're trying to make things work out post-pandemic it's even harder because it's just a double whammy now, maybe triple whammy. And if you're just coming out, you were good before, your kids were good before, but now you see changes in their behavior, you, you got to go get help because if you don't get help right away, what can happen is uh, things get worse. And sorry, my, my, my camera's going in and out. I got to fix this. But just listen to the audio, I guess. So um, time is running out right now. Uh, I'm going to keep this right around the 45-minute mark or close to it. Man, I'm, this camera is just going in and out a lot right now. Sorry about that. So anyway, what I'm really getting at is getting help. And I know I'm sounding repetitive, like I don't know what else to say, but you really need to... Uh, really seek counseling um, if your child has ADHD is diagnosed with it um, continue the the counseling continue you know the medication if it's working if it's not working then let let your doctors know um, you know because the welfare of your child is really important you can't just keep drugging your kid and whatnot you know that's not right so this is Ronson Brown right now on uh, RSB at Peace, Season 2, Episode 17. I'm going to call it a night. It's um, Today is the 20th of July. And, okay, so I hope everything's going well with you. And you guys take care. And like I said, you need help, go get help. Uh, talk to somebody. And... Man, I'm going to try and see what's happening with this camera. It's fading in and out. Maybe I need a new camera. But anyway, just to let you all know, um, I love you guys. Go get help. I'm saying this repeatedly all the time. I know I sound sickening, but I love you guys. Go get help if you need it. And until next time, I'm, again, I'm Ronson Brown here on RSB at P Season 2, Episode 17. You guys take care. God bless.